Hey everybody, this is an introduction to ION 2020, the first couple episodes I'm going to tag this introduction to, just because when I first started podcasting, I was really new to it, and I didn't understand how sound worked, I didn't really understand the format of podcasting and so forth, so if you'll bear with me on the first 15 to 20 shows or so, I guarantee if you get through those ones, you'll uh, start enjoying a lot of the topics that we cover on this show. I do have a Monday through Friday show, so if you want to subscribe to the show, you can do that as well. You can listen to the newer episodes, but if you're one of those people that starts at episode one and then goes through, just keep that in mind that I was brand new to podcasting at the time, and I'd really appreciate you subscribing to the show, though. I welcome you to listen to another perspective on the 2020 election. I take a libertarian take on these things, and if you like to hear a different take on the 2020 election then definitely this is a place for you, okay? So thank you for joining me, and uh, go ahead and subscribe to the show so you can hear the show tomorrow, the brand new shows that we put out day in and day out, Monday through Friday, okay? Thank you for joining me on the Eye on 2020 podcast. My name is Ray Eaton, and I will be your host as we move toward November of 2020. I plan to do all the research on these presidential candidates so you don't have to. So if you like politics, enjoy. Because if 2020 is anything like 2016, we are in for a treat. Oh, and did I mention, I'm a libertarian through and through. So enjoy. The Daily Non-Parcel, an online news agency, has listed um, some of the presidential contenders, people that are likely to run for president. We have the Iowa caucus goers. They were polled. And um, when you look at it, you have President Joe Biden is first at 32%, followed by former, or excuse me, by Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders at 19%, Texas Representative Beto O'Rourke at 11%, and Elizabeth Warren at 8%. The poll of 455 likely Democratic caucus scores had a margin of error plus or minus 4 to 4.6 points. It was conducted December 10th through the 13th, according to the Register. In New Hampshire, home of the nation's first primary, a University of New Hampshire survey center polled 501 randomly selected New Hampshire adults including 198 likely 2020 Democratic voters. And this they had Sanders at 12%, Warren and Joe Biden at 6%, and then 65% so that they were undecided. That's staggering. And that margin of error was 7%. So we do have... Uh, only Elizabeth Warren has declared that she wants to run, and um, Joe Biden is unlikely to run. I can't see him running, but he is somebody that they've said might run for president. Um, I don't see why he didn't do it last time, but I think his son had just passed away, and he promised his son that he wouldn't run, and he did, that he'd settle down. He's an older guy as well, right? But, I mean, Bernie Sanders is old, and so is Donald Trump, and... Elizabeth Warren's 70 years old this year. So, I mean, we have a lot of old timers running. So, I can't, so maybe he will. Who knows? And he is getting a lot of support in Iowa. I guess they really like that guy anyway.
about the last two or three months, I've noticed Michelle Obama having a very public presence out there. She's in late night uh, talk shows. She's been going to some of the daytime TV shows. She did interviews with uh, 60 Minutes and several other of these news agencies. And I wonder if she's dipping her toe into the water to see if she can do a presidential run in 2020. She's never had an elected office or anything, but she's a very likable person. I think she was nominated recently uh, to be the most respected woman in America. That might have, that most respected woman in America, I believe, is what she was nominated for. And if that's the case, you know, I really think that she, by doing all these appearances, all these media appearances, she's got to be dipping her toe in the water right now to see if she can run. Now, I think she's blatantly denied it on several of these shows, which is fine. They they kind of always do that. before They, they don't say anything until they're actually in. But usually when they say that they're in or they, they think that they might do it, they never deny that they're going to do it, though. Like Bernie Sanders, for example, hasn't denied that he's going to try to run for office in 2020. And when he's asked, he says, well, I would be lying if I said that I, I'm not thinking about it. So they always leave the door open. And some of the people, uh, Andrew Cuomo from New York, I think he's the governor of New York, he recently blatantly just denied that he would run for president in 2020. Now, who wants to take on Trump? That's the question. And the reason why I say that is because Trump's a hard hitter. Um, I mean, look look at the people he destroyed in the Republican presidential race in 2016. Jeb Bush was thought to be the person that was going to get the nomination, and Trump just destroyed him. He is very intimidating on the debate stage. He's a terrible debater by all means, um, but he does use intimidation tactics. Like, for example, when Rand Paul was addressing him and challenging Donald Trump on something, Donald Trump, all he said was, Rand, you're 1% of the polls. I don't even want to hear what you have to say. And when Donald Trump did that, Rand Paul didn't really have a, a way to respond to that because it's just a blatant attack on something that has nothing to do with the issue that they were talking about. So... I don't know that people would really want to take on Donald Trump in that way. Elizabeth Warren's going to. I think Joe Biden might get into it. Like I said earlier, um, I really think Michelle Obama is going to try to get into it. And the reason why I say that is because she's just thought of as a very nice person. And if Donald Trump attacks her, she's not even a politician. So it would look like he's, it would look very negatively. Whereas if he attacks a Hillary Clinton, well, we all know Hillary Clinton's a criminal. And that she's just, you know, in it for the power and so forth. So attacking Hillary Clinton doesn't seem that bad. Attacking someone like Elizabeth Warren, you know, nice lady and all. She's a senator. She... But yeah, and that, that's just it. She's a senator and she has a record behind her. So he can attack her on things like that. And he can attack her on 
her lying about being a Native American and so forth. I mean, he does it on, on Twitter all the time. But Michelle Obama is a different story. So I wonder if the Democrats are looking at her as a possible candidate just because of that, the likableness. Her husband was very likable. I mean, when you hear a Barack Obama talk, you can't help but like him even though you hate what he's saying. So I just wonder if uh, Michelle Obama is one of the candidates that we'll be looking at in the future. We shall see. Only time will tell. Now here's an interesting one that I want to bring up as well. I wonder if we're going to end up having a Republican run against Trump. And the reason why I say that is because the Republicans have never fully embraced Trump in the first place. The establishment Republicans is what I mean when I say that. So you have the Lindsey Grahams of the world who got like 0.01% of the vote. Even in South Carolina, I think he got like 3 or 4% of the vote and that was it. The last election cycle. But you have the Lindsey Grahams of the world who are like the warmonger type. All they want to do is talk about how we need to bomb this country and we need to have soldiers in this country and we need to stay in Afghanistan. We need to do more in Afghanistan. We need to do more in Iraq. Uh, we need more to do in Syria and Libya and everything else. He's never seen a war that he didn't like. Um, I think he was a student of John McCain in that sense. And I just wonder if somebody is going to run against Donald Trump. Somebody that's a very establishment type candidate. Somebody that is for the war, for the wars, that's a total hawk, a total neocon. neocon. That's what I'm wondering about. And uh, I think that we shall see in probably about the next five or six months whether that's going to be true or not.